I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. I just wanted to say I am so sorry for not reminding you guys. I realized I hadn't reminded you that MLK Day is coming up and I do take off bank holidays. Any federally recognized holidays, I will be off. So I usually will give you guys a heads up way in advance and like 10, 15 reminders, but totally slipped my mind about this upcoming holiday. So I appreciate your patience and I did put it on our Instagram stories, but uh yeah, you didn't get the heads up on here. So that's why we didn't have an episode yesterday, but I will be catching you guys up today. So don't fret, you will be caught up and well informed by the end of this episode. Let's go ahead and jump into our mini stories because we have four of them. Let's go. First mini story, more documents have been found at Biden's House. So this investigation is really ramping up. It's ongoing and there's been a lot of back and forth and discussion about it on Capitol Hill. But honestly, none of it is productive in any particular direction. So it's not even worth getting into, at least at this point. If it becomes more relevant or more serious, I'll definitely keep you guys posted. I'm keeping my ear to the ground. Next up for our mini stories, House Republicans are closing ranks and trying to squeeze George Santos out. The new House Oversight Chair, Republican James Comer from Kentucky, said that if George Santos did break campaign finance laws, he will be removed from Congress. So stay tuned on that. And then UK sending tanks to Ukraine. So This is the first time that tanks are really being sent, and there's been this whole discussion about tanks, whether that is, like, people driving into Ukraine into this war zone and therefore somehow participating in the war. You know, it is such a fine line. Things are so murky with pretty much all of the West, you know, helping out with Ukraine, but at the end of the day... Russia is going to see this as further aggression from the West, pretty much however, however you angle it. And lastly, for our mini stories, Prince Harry's book sales have gone through the roof, you guys, literally breaking records set by Michelle and Barack Obama. It was the largest first day of sales for a nonfiction ever at Penguin Random House. Okay, and then we'll go ahead and get into our longer stories for today. Unfortunately, we are starting off with the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. 
on Friday, we mentioned that Lisa Marie Presley was being rushed to the hospital after being found unresponsive in her Los Angeles home. And unfortunately, while she was alive, while she entered the hospital, the staff were unable to save her life and she died shortly after her arrival. She was only 54 years old. And as you guys know, she lost her dad tragically young. Tragedies and struggles have kind of, you know, plagued her life in the sense of, you know, her relationship to the limelight has existed since her birth and she was only nine when she lost her father you know whose life we are recently realizing was being micromanaged by a nefarious character she also lost her former husband Michael Jackson and she lost her son Benjamin to suicide in 2020. This was one of the biggest turning points in her life, actually, and she talked about it quite publicly and expressed her grief over and over again. She married and divorced four times over the course of her life, the most recent divorce only being finalized in 2021. She did have her own singing career, but no real standout songs or albums came of it. But she didn't want to live in her father's shadow but still wanted to embrace her own musical talent and her own identity as an artist. Lisa Marie had struggles with substance abuse following the birth of her twins. You see she was prescribed a pain medication that she then became addicted to. She talked about her addiction openly after seemingly recovering from it. I'm not sure if she fully did or didn't. Her father's image was obviously making its way back to the forefront, though, as of late of pop culture, you know, due to our modern heartthrob, Austin Butler, spending years honing her father's image and mannerisms. And from all accounts, he absolutely nailed it. Lisa Marie said that she spent five days basically reeling from how accurately he portrayed her father. This maybe took a toll on her mentally. It's impossible to speculate on what might have been going on for her personally at this time. But the people who interacted with her and interviewed her at the Golden Globes just a few days before her death said it was clear that she was struggling and unwell. So she has three daughters who have outlived her as well as her mother, Priscilla Presley, who is currently 77 years old. I don't have any further info on the cause of death for Lisa Marie, but if that were to come out, we'll definitely keep you guys posted, but we hope she rests in peace. And next up for today, we are going to talk about the national egg shortage. You're not going crazy, and it's not just inflation. Eggs have become crazy expensive and crazy hard to find. And that's because there's a national egg shortage going on. And as with everything these days, it feels like it's a bit more complicated than just one thing causing it. The vast majority of this egg shortage really does have to do with an outbreak of the avian flu. This disease is killing chickens and causing farmers to have to throw out mass quantities of eggs, 
About 57 million birds have been affected by it and egg supply in the United States has decreased by 7.5% nationally. But the avian flu is just not the only thing going on. As we've chatted about, supply chains are super disrupted lately, largely to do with climate and severe weather, but also like COVID and other factors are playing a role with the supply chains as well. So feed and packaging for eggs and other supplies needed for this industry have been harder for the egg suppliers to get their hands on. And with inflation, when they can get their hands on these things, they've been more expensive for these egg suppliers to buy. And on top of all of that, the war in Ukraine, as we know, is driving up oil prices, which means the fuel to transport feed, eggs, and all of those things is also driving up prices. It's a lot, and it's all, well, adding up to a shortage and an increase in pricing. Experts at the Department of Agriculture are guesstimating that the effects of the avian flu will be behind us in approximately four or five months, but it's definitely having ripple effects in the here and now. For example, businesses who buy wholesale used to be able to spend about $1.39 per carton of eggs. Now they're spending $3.59, and that is a big difference, right? So they've had to increase their prices on their menu, and that is everything that includes eggs. Our economy, in our economy, nothing happens in a vacuum. So this egg shortage, although it may be getting a little bit better soon, it's probably going to continue to cost us. And next up for today, I wanted to give you guys an update on California's water supply and how it will be affected by the current crazy storms. So tragically, despite the enormous amount of water being absolutely dumped on California right now, they aren't really equipped to capture this water and thus the vast majority of it is just running right into the ocean. Prior to these floods and storms and atmospheric freaking rivers, if you guys don't know what that is, a couple episodes back, we we dive into what an atmospheric river is, but California was experiencing a years-long, record-breaking, fire-inducing drought. So this is obviously the exact opposite of what they've been experiencing. So How will that affect things for them and for their very low water supplies? Well, in the short term, the rains will still really help. The reservoirs have been so low, you guys, that now they will certainly have some more water there to work with. That said, they are just now, with all this rain, getting back to what used to be normal levels of water. So what's really sad is that Despite all of this water being dumped on them, in terms of water reservoir levels, they're still kind of in a drought. David Goches from the National Center of Atmospheric Weather said that they would honestly need like five or six of these type of drenchings to really fight their way back out of the drought that's been going on. So long story short, the good news is these storms will help 
to replenish the water supply. But the bad news is it still won't be enough. And lastly for today, the Trump Organization is fined $1.6 million. So the Trump Organization, as we know, was found guilty of 17 counts of tax fraud. And sentencing was just passed down by the judge who opted for the maximum penalty of $1.6 million. As we mentioned recently, Trump's CFO was just sentenced to five months in the infamous Rikers Island prison in New York for his involvement in the same scheme. It would have been a much longer sentence for him if he hadn't cooperated with authorities. The Trump organization really turned on him as well, the CFO, insinuating that he was really carrying out the scheme alone and without the intention to benefit the overall organization. But the jury didn't buy that. The Manhattan District Attorney continues to look at Trump himself with a fine-tooth comb and maybe planning charges against him personally as we speak. This conviction would certainly help in her case. He famously does not use email, though, so any case against him would be pretty hard to prove. I guess we'll have to just wait and see what she has up her sleeve. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, when you say yes to others, just make sure you're not saying no to yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugar-free media, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh. oh.